It's time for Tuesday Terror here on the Mutual Audio Network. Be sure to leave the lights on while you listen. The following audio drama is rated R and is recommended restricted for anyone under the age of 17. Hey, listener. Have you ever thought about starting a podcast? Whatever you love to talk about, we know there are listeners out there who will love to hear it. Start your podcast with Acast and join the world's best podcasters, including Mark Marin, Anna Ferris, and over 66,000 other creators. You can get started completely free at Acast.com. We're Alive, a story of survival. Chapter 19 The Catalyst Part 2 of 3 This is it. Like I said, the broken arrow. Victor's a regular. Can I go now? I don't like leaving my shop alone. What if he's not? You don't want to go in with me and check? He's always in there and I can't. I'm not allowed. I need to go watch my store now, alright? Alright. Remember our deal, won't you? When you're next in command... Of course. The entrance was guarded by two white Chinese dragon statues. Not even two paces from the door and I could smell the thick stench of alcohol. Pete told me this is where all the off-duty guardians, scavengers, and recon teams hung out in their off time. What was once a bank had been turned into a makeshift saloon, complete with a bar, pool tables, darts, and a plywood stage. Looking across the room, you could clearly see who was who. By the stage, a mass of clean-shaven men with dark-colored, tattered clothes played darts. Each one had a rifle with a scope slung over their shoulders. I figured these had to be the guardians, the ones who stayed up in the towers, the only man around I had seen carrying any sort of weapon. On the other side of the room, the best-dressed of the bunch played pool. They wore elegant rings and jewelry. It was clear they knew these items held no real value, as a pile of food and alcohol on a nearby table was clearly what was at stake in the game. These were the scavengers. The last group sat quietly, separate from the others, the recon teams. Dirty, with long matted beards and distant stares, bearing the scars of many days in the field. Many of them had tan lines around their eyes, etched in by sunglasses after weeks out in the sun. A few bore trophies of battle. One had tally marks poorly tattooed on his neck, marking the 35 or so he had already taken down. Others went to more of an extreme and kept necklaces of the bones of human fingers and toes. One took so much pride in his kills that the white skeleton had been glossed to a bright shine. In the middle of the room, sitting apart from any group, was Victor drilling his knife into the table mindlessly as he stared up at the TV screen. I went to sit at his table, but his eyes never left the constant stream of subtitles from what I assumed to be some replayed sitcom on DVD. You're out, huh? <laughs> Arm's good now. Yeah, I saw you through uh, the door talking to Pete, making deals already. He told me where I could find you. Said you've been here for a while. Yeah, well, they haven't found me a new partner yet, so I have some free time. What do you want with me? 
You tried to warn us, didn't you? you tried to watch what you say. Got it? I mean, there's a lot of ears here, and not just the ones dangling around Thumpkin's neck over there. Yeah, I didn't understand before. <laughs> yeah, and now you're stuck here. Might as well just make the best of it. What changed? They were about to have me turn around at the gate. They would have shot you in the back while you were walking away. And I would have been forced to lead you to the spot. People here are under the impression that there's a way out. And there isn't. You were gonna let that happen? I don't even know you. Why risk my neck? I don't even know why I bothered to come see you. Well, I don't know either. Hey, who's he? You know laborers aren't allowed in here. Laborers? Outside. Hey, he's with me. This guy here might be replacing Sean. Oh, shit. What would you like? It's on the house. I'll have what he's having. You don't want that. I'll bring you something nice. Oh, love you too, cabron. Come on, man. Sit down. Everyone's looking. Let me explain. Don't get me wrong, sir. It's nothing against you. I just can't lose being able to go outside the walls. It took me too long to get here, and it wouldn't take much to lose it. But it turned out okay, right? If it's any consolation, I've looked after your friends while you've been gone. It does. A little. Really? You're giving him that? Yep. No love, man, I tell you. Not even here a week and you're already better off than me. Number two. How'd you hear about that already? I haven't told Marcus. This place isn't that big. One of Gatekeeper's friends heard about it and then he told him. And now I hear he's pissed. You might want to watch your back for a while. Drink up. I'd rather not. People will start thinking something's up. Fine. I never said I'd take the position, just that it was offered to me. And what the hell is a gatekeeper gonna do? It's hard to say. But he had his heart set on taking Sean's position once he heard what happened. What did happen? Do you know? Nah, I shouldn't say. Barkey, one more for my friend here, if you would. Same as you brought me. Come on. You kind of owe me now. Uh, it doesn't matter anyway. Sean was out with the group working on the water tap to create it, and all 12 got attacked. The two who came back alive didn't end up making it. That was a wave you heard on the radio. Set the whole indoor plumbing project back months. Keep drinking. What else? That's it. Right? You'll know more than me soon. They don't tell anyone anything around here. I didn't say I was taking the position. Well, what other option do you have? Escape. <laughs> Bendejo. <laughs> You're an idiot, man. You got, you got a chance to be all right here. You really think this place is all that great? You tried to warn us. Well, too late now, ain't it? Oh shit, don't look now. What? There he is. Did I say not to? How can I not look? <sighs> Michael Smith, was it? Yeah, why? But what the hell are you doing to me? Why don't you just go back to your little box, okay? We're having a grown-up conversation here. What? what? Excuse me? G -g -g go on. You've got some balls. Maybe that's why he likes you so much. Don't see what else could qualify you. You've only been here, what, a week at best? Yeah, he and I served in the same unit. He knows what I can do. Oh, really? This is some military machismo nepotism, is it? Yeah, something like that. Well, thanks at least for confirming it. I guess I'll be seeing you around. 
See, he'll get over it. When I'm gone, I'm sure he'll get what he wants. <laughs> there are a few people here I wouldn't mess with. And that's one of them. What? You work with him all the time. He's harmless. That dude's crazy. Yeah, yeah sure. I mean, he watches everyone go in and out, and that's fine, but... Man, he's got some... some shit going on upstairs. Yeah, I know his type. All bark. Not really. Remember that warning about the number of people in the room? Seemed a bit weird, right? You mean when we first got here? Yeah, why? A recon team brought in a family, three boys and a father. Dad was a little overdressed. Found out he had his youngest, a girl, piggybacking him. She had a couple of bad scratches, what could have been a bite mark. Yeah, so they didn't let her in? No. He turned everyone away and had a guardian kill everyone once they walked outside, including the recon team. How the hell is he still here then, if he's that nuts? Marcus likes a strong show of force, so we let it go. But even he doesn't want Gatekeeper as his right-hand man. Everyone keeps calling him Gatekeeper. It's getting ridiculous. What's his name? <laughs> no idea. He calls himself whatever position he's in. Doesn't see much point in the name. Look, even if you could leave, you see what we'd be stuck with. You think anyone could change this place? Well, Sean made some headway. Fewer beatings. Felt less like slave labor after he was promoted. This place... This place isn't the problem. It's the people in charge. And that could be you. Look, I understand. And I can come back. But first I need to get medicine my friend back home. Look, even if they let you out, you think they'll, they'll just let you back in and re-offer you the job? It doesn't work like that. Look, why don't you... Why don't you... Why don't your friends just come here? They don't know this place exists. We've been out of radio contact for a while, and I doubt they'll come looking for us. Well, what if you get a message to them? Then you wouldn't have to go anywhere. No, I guess not. Come on this way. Someone owes me a favor. Victor led me outside into a small room at the base of one of the walls. Massive amounts of wires were strewn in all directions and up to the highest points of the compound. Several rows of generators hummed in the distance, while solar panels were scattered in the other direction along the wall. All right, now let me do the talking. This isn't exactly something Marcus would be okay with. You sure you want to risk this? I have something to gain now from you sticking around. Just remember this, all right? What is this place? I don't know, a little bit of everything, power, communication, uh, stuff I have no idea about. Billy? that you? About time? Oh, I've been on duty here since... Oh, uh, hi, Victor. Hey, Glenn. Uh, why don't you meet a friend of mine, Michael? How do you do? Nice to meet you. Uh, Victor, you been drinking? Uh, nah. Oh, rats. Thought you might have some left over. Next time, I promise. Glenn here knows everything there is to know about radios and transmitters. Well, not everything, but uh, I appreciate it. Caught me at a good time now. I was about to head out. Oh, what can I do for you? Your portable radio acting up again? No, 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 no. It's, it's fine. Uh, you don't mind if we use one of yours. Which one? And what for? I got Singars, Ham, ANPRC 148, CB, PR 1500, Police Slash Fire, Shortwave, and our new satellite phone. Uh, oh, 
you want me to keep going, or uh, <laughs> you have something specific in mind? <laughs> Glenn here monitors all the radio channels for anyone broadcasting. Seriously? Have you heard anything? Made any contacts? We've tried every kind of radio we could find. All of this, I thought I'd, I'd eventually hear something, but all I've heard so far is static. I get to broadcast every so often. A few words of hello, just to see if anyone else might be listening. But no one responds. You don't hear anything at all? No one's responded? Uh, nothing. <laughs> nothing I can identify. It's been quiet since I got this place running. We do more listening nowadays than talking. Need to be careful who might hear us. Uh, but rumor has it a small group may have picked up on something. May have led them right here. <laughs> Am I right? Could be. Ha, damn, I knew it. He's one of them. You're the reason we ended up here? Well, might have been me. I don't know. Then again, God works in mysterious ways, young anyway, man. Anyway, we need to use one of your radios. And like I said before, which one and why? Well, which one, Michael? Oh, uh, well, CB, but I'm not sure it'll reach. You never know. What direction? North. Gotcha. One sec. Let me see what I can do. It doesn't sound like he'll let us transmit without a good reason. He owes me a favor. Yeah, well, even if he does, we could barely hear you guys. How are we going to reach that far? Nothing's a guarantee, son. We all do what we can. Before, we were firing blindly. But now it's pointed and amplified. But you haven't begun to say, to, uh, to mention why I just set this thing up. Well, which one is it? This one here? <laughs> That's the one. All right. Am I someone you can trust? <sighs> I'd say so. These cigars were some of Fernando's best. You look like you could need a break. But I don't smoke. As good a time as any to start. I guess I owe you that much. Hmm. But I ain't smoking. All right, what channel? Oh, uh, hold on, I have it written down somewhere. One sec. Uh, so what'd you do for Glenn, this favor? I dragged him back after finding him in a ditch with a broken leg. The people he was traveling with left him. He lived and they didn't. Funny how that worked out, huh? Oh, here it is. Okay, uh, so it's 1.30, and they'll be on 38. All you. Raven. This is Broken Wing. Come in. We found what we were looking for down south. We found help. Do you copy? You sure that's the right channel? Positive. We mapped the channel schedule exactly. Raven, do you come in? Damn, they're too far. Or they're gone. How long has it been since you heard from them? A while. I'm thinking you should start considering other options. Can I come back in now? Might as well. Everything uh, work out? What's the range we have on this? 30, 40 miles, if we're lucky. Why? You sure? I'm always sure. All right. It's nice meeting you. You as well. Uh, sorry to disappoint. So what now? Is the way we came in the only way out? 
I told you, you, you won't be able to leave, right? Too many people watching the exits. I could ask someone else. Is there another way out? There's a bigger gate that used to take trucks in and out, but you won't be able to get through there either. There's no way out. You're, you're here now, and you just... Look who's coming. Shovelface. Marcus wants to see you. What? Now? Yes. I'll catch you later. Think about what I said, all right? You too, Victor. What? Why? He heard about your little broadcast. Oops. Try the new spicy Cajun chicken sub at Firehouse Subs. Made to satisfy that southern Cajun craving. Piled high with Cajun-seasoned pulled chicken breast, zesty jalapenos, melted pepper jack cheese, lettuce, onions, deli mustard, and our house-made Cajun mayo, all on a toasted sub roll. Get it before it's gone and treat yourself to a spicy Cajun flavor experience. Avoid the wait. Order for pickup or delivery at firehousesubs.ca. ACAST Plus makes it easy to turn loyal listeners into paying fans. Whether you're just getting started or a seasoned podcaster, subscriptions and one-time payments can make a real difference in your income and listener engagement. With customizable subscription plans, you can include ad-free streams, early access, and bonus content. And with one-time payments, you can offer limited series or one-off episodes, all available across multiple podcast apps. You decide the best options for your listeners. To find out more, visit acast.com backslash acastplus. We approached Marcus's building. It was an off-white apartment complex behind the shops that bordered the perimeter wall. It was self-contained with two stories and had only two entrances. One was boarded up and the other had several people standing guard. The windows on the first floor were sealed and barbed wire was set around the perimeter. All the apartments opened up into the center which featured a small pool that had been emptied long ago. This way. He lives here? Everyone in charge or important lives here. All except Sean. He lived over with everyone else. You might have had the chance to live here, but I think that ship has sailed. If you would have spent some time here, you would have known that. Look, I didn't have any idea... Shut up! It's too bad he had to drag you into this, too. Such a shame. I heard you were up for a promotion, too, Victor. Might have took gatekeeper's spot. How's your face? Hate to make it worse. We're still inside of a tower. One short whistle blow, motion of my arm, and it'd be all over for you. Yeah, that's if you had time to. Not likely. Here's where I hand you over to someone else. Good luck. What do you think will happen? Stop talking, I'm done. Heel! Sit! Boss, I, uh... Wait outside, Victor. But I... Victor! You got it. Shut the door. Sit, Michael. Enough dogs for one person? Personal guards, actually. They cannot turn. That one there took down an infected child once. He did what I couldn't. Very loyal, too. Look, I was trying... I know... What you were doing. 
Outpost 5 recorded the whole transmission. Raven, this is Broken Wing. Come in. We found what we were looking for down south. We found help. Do you copy? News travels fast around here. There's not much you can hide. You've already had quite a morning. The field, the bar, the radio room, making your rounds? I needed to get a message back to bring Was everyone- Was I unclear about not wanting others to find out about this place? I didn't say where you were exactly. No one will know. You said enough. Look, you want me to work here? I have to take care of my people first. Oh. I'm afraid that position is no longer available. Oh really? So why am I here? What, you gonna kick me out? I wanted to give you the benefit of the doubt before you were punished, but it turns out I was right. Punished? I don't think so. I suggest you sit back down. Yes. Punishment for you both. Victor had nothing to do with it. Oh? I doubt that. How else would you know where to go? He didn't have any idea what I'd be transmitting. He thought I was already in charge. I got him drunk. It wasn't hard after that. Well, you do tell convincing lies. Ditto. What's that? You said you and I served together, which obviously isn't true. I don't remember you at all. Yeah, of course, because you never served. Excuse me? You heard me. You care to answer a few more questions to prove it? Easy enough to BS a bunch of people who had no idea what you were talking about, but why don't you try me? MOS? APFT? IED? DD214? Care to translate what those mean? A soldier could, even a bad one. You have to understand. I was one of the first ones here when they started taking people away. When they stopped coming, everyone left behind needed someone to take control, so many people thought they were right for the job. I had to have something to show I was more qualified. Yeah, and some job you've done. These people are slaves. These people are alive. And will continue to be as long as I'm here. What happens if they find out you aren't who you say you are? It wouldn't matter. Would it? You know, I've had people killed for less. Are you threatening me? Wouldn't take much. But you haven't done it yet, have you? Victor, get in here. Look, boss, I'm really sorry about Escort this. Escort Michael down to the holding cells. But wouldn't you rather have someone else take him there? Is there any reason I shouldn't trust you to do it? Good. Go now. Take this. He tries anything? Shoot him. You heard him. Move. I told him you had nothing to do with it. I appreciate that. But it doesn't change where we're at now. What do you think they're gonna do to me? Well, nothing good. What are you gonna do? What I'm told to. I don't suppose I could talk you out of this. One to take the falls better than two. Can I sweeten the deal? How's that? I'd offer to take you with us. Who's saying I'd want to go? You'd rather be here? At least I'm alive. Is that the only qualifier to living anymore that you're breathing? Doesn't sound like much of a life at all. Look, as long as he's in charge, that's the way things are going to have to be. What if he wasn't in charge anymore? Right. Things could be different here. No. No, they can't. Then I guess nothing will ever change. Just shut up and keep moving.
right, that's quitting time. Be back here at 7 a.m. tomorrow. I dropped my spade and took the gloves off my blistered, sore hands. I'd been doing this so long that calluses started to form. I hadn't heard from Michael since this morning and was starting to get worried. Finally. What are you doing tonight? Um, no idea. Get some chow and you all better not be late tomorrow. Well, a bunch of us are getting together at Mindy's and watching a movie. You want in? Oh. I don't know, um, maybe. I left my purse in the tool shed. Why don't I just meet you at chow and we'll go from there. Alright, see you then. Join us again Monday for the next episode of We're Alive. And now, a word from our sponsors. ACAST powers the world's best podcasts. Here's a show that we recommend. My family spent 20 years on the run, fleeing from threats I still struggle to fully comprehend. There's people out there that want to do us harm. We got a phone call saying that your father's thugs were coming to break my legs. Run, Hide, Repeat, the unbelievable true story of a fugitive family and the unimaginable truth of what we were running from. Available now on CBC Listen and everywhere you get your podcasts. A-Cast Starring Jim Gleason, Shane Salk, Nate Gies, Felisa Elliott, Claire Doden, Jay Oligario, Blair Byhauer, Scott Marvin, Tammy Klein, Katie Keene, Greg Miller. Glenn Hoffner, Carl Schwaber, Jim Kane, and Otto Sturk. I'm Michael Swan. We're Alive was written and directed by K.C. Wayland. Produced by Grayson Stone, Shane Salk, and K.C. Wayland. To find out more and for a full list of cast and crew, please visit our website at we'realive.com. Be sure to follow us on Twitter and Facebook for all production-related updates and future projects. Thank you for listening to this Audio Theater for the Mind by Wayland Productions. Happy Holidays from all of us here at the Mutual Audio Network.